Today's episode is inspired by Danny R. in North Carolina. Thank you so much for listening to the Reps in Redemption podcast. Have you ever wondered if you can get back to your normal fitness level and routine postpartum? What about even exceeding those expectations? The short answer is 100% yes. And today I'm going to share with you five ways to prepare your body for fitness after baby. Hey there, I'm Ashley, mom of four and creator of Reps and Redemption. Join me as I share my passion for health education, explore all things fitness and nutrition, plus share a little faith-filled homemaking along the way. If you're a mom ready to build strength and live a life of epic redemption, this podcast is for you. Let's get after it. Did God really say children are a blessing, a heritage from the Lord? Are you sure you're going to be able to, to do anything else you want to do? These are some of the things that I would hear or tell myself when I became pregnant with my first baby. And I think it's important to point out the lies that some of us, especially as new moms, tend to hear or start to hear, whether they have been taken in from the world, social media, or the enemy, other people's expectations, or other people's comments, or our own expectations, placing them on ourselves. And we are telling ourselves that we can no longer do something or be physically able to, emotionally able to, or mentally stable to, because now we're having children. And I want to point out that those are all untrue. Raising children has its challenges and has its own paths of adventure. It is an amazing experience. And I will also share with you that nothing makes you learn how to focus more than when you have kids because time is now of the essence and you don't have as much as you used to. So you learn to work smarter, not harder, which I believe is a bonus. I'd like to also share a few quick stories with you. I have several friends at the gym. We are all moms. We work out. We are all just fitness lovers. And one of my friends, she said to me, her name's Elizabeth. Her little kids are in the kids club with my kids. And she just had her third baby. I had mine. She had hers in May. I had mine in July. And we're both, you know, back at the gym. We've been back for a little while. She said something to me one day when we were actually both pregnant. She said, you know, my goal is to just be more fit with every pregnancy and with every child that I have. I really took that to heart because, and I don't think I've ever told her this, so I probably should tell her. I was like, you know what? That is awesome because we are constantly learning, especially for those of us who want to be healthy and we want to be fit. We want longevity and we want to be able to do things physically and be clear-minded and we want to be strong in not only our faith, but in our physical fitness as well. And to have those kinds of goals really says something about a person. Wouldn't you agree? My midwife and friend, Katrina, she is also a personal trainer. She has four littles and her youngest was born last year. I love her outlook when it comes to midwifery and I would reach out and, you know, we had a plan in place of what I wouldn't do, what I would do during my postpartum recovery period. And she does really insist on a recovery period, even just a week or two of just really resting your body. That doesn't necessarily mean sleeping, but just taking the time to recover, snuggle your baby and rest. And, you know, there was a few times where I shouldn't have been going down the stairs and up the stairs. And I would tell her because I would feel guilty. And she's like, hey, look, you know what? 
how do you feel? How does your body feel? And please don't do it again, like 10 more times. But since you literally just went through labor like a couple of days ago, but if you feel okay and your body is resting and most of the time you are resting, this is okay. So I wanted to share those stories with you because I think they're really encouraging. Uh, one of the last ones is I, I'm not a huge runner. I did a lot of running before my first baby. And I just recently started running again last week when we were on vacation in Florida. Felt phenomenal. My pelvic floor felt phenomenal. It was amazing. And I realized I did miss running. I, I didn't get anywhere over two miles, but I did several two-mile runs. And it was just really refreshing to do something a little bit different. You know, over the, uh, <laughs> normally I do Stairmaster and like lift and lift weights, lift heavy. And now that I've added jujitsu to my routine, so it was really refreshing to change things up a little bit and get some fresh air. There was this marathon runner. I can't remember where I saw this picture, but she was running a full marathon. I think that's 26 and a half miles, if I'm correct. I might not be, forgive me if I'm not. But she was. She had recently had a baby. I'm not sure how postpartum she was, but she was hand pumping, hand expressing her milk as she was running. And it just kind of shows you just the resilience of motherhood. And I love that. I can see the picture in my head. I'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. It's just phenomenal what we are capable of doing once we recover from our super huge adventure and challenge and beauty of giving birth. And so let me jump into my notes here because I really wanted to stay on point for the next few minutes. Here are five ways to help you get back to your regular fitness level and then some. And I want to also kind of side note that this is just from my personal experience and things that I have learned along the way, along with my love of health education. So let me just preface that. But number one would be rest. And I'm going to expand here. And what I mean is what is rest for you outside of sleeping? Is it holding your baby and reading a book or keeping a journal or writing on your computer? Is it for me currently? I find watching jujitsu videos very restful. And of course, my mind is thinking about it, but I'm reclining, I'm resting because most of the time I am up and moving. So what is rest for you? Because ultimately you did just have a baby and your insides, <laughs> everything is still quite large and it needs to go back to down to size like your uterus for example it needs to I don't know I don't want to say contracts I don't believe that's the right word I'll have to ask my midwife but everything needs to get back to its normal size and in most cultures outside of the U.S. a lot of women rest for 30 plus days and I'm talking like they barely leave their room so it's just very different here we are a very busy society we want to you know we pride ourselves in getting back to everything. And I think there's definitely a time and a place for that, but just don't forget to rest. Whatever that looks like for you in that season after you have your precious little bundle. So number two is nourish. It's really important, especially during this time to eat whole nutritionally dense foods like broths, vegetables, proteins like chicken, fish, grass-fed beef, fruits in season. And also, I wanted to mention that, you know, you can still have your cake and eat it too. This is not me saying like you can't have anything else, but it is really important to really put a focus on 
eating nutritionally dense foods. And this is especially important if you are breastfeeding. As for me, I was not able to successfully breastfeed very long for my first and then really not at all for my second and third. Those, uh, <laughs> that topic is in other podcasts. I can link in the show notes. But I wanted to share for you, with you um, in the book, for example, in the book, Real Food for Pregnancy, The Science and Wisdom of Optimal Prenatal Nutrition, Lily Nichols has absolutely delicious recipes in there. I'm making her shepherd's pie this weekend. I'm going to make... Um, a lot of her other recipes, my sister-in-law during our vacation made her quiche and her shepherd's pie, just highly nutritious foods. These are going to be your best friend. The better I eat, whether I'm pregnant or not, <laughs> but the better I eat, you know, it's just the better I feel. This is really important, uh, you know, especially postpartum. And you're going to want to have some things prepared unless your spouse really enjoys cooking. And thank the Lord that my my husband really enjoys cooking, but we did have some things prepared. But, you know, food is a primary source of energy and the type we've put in really determines how we're going to run. It's also part of who we are, our story, the things that we love to sit around the table and eat and talk about. And if you're not used to this, just level up everything. Anything you enjoy eating, try to find a better option or version of that thing. So that is number two. And number three, let me see here. Listen, I've said this uh, when I was sharing with you about my midwife and the thing that she said, but number three is listen. Listen to your body. What is it telling you? Do you need you know, a warm cup of tea, herbal tea? Do you need a cup of broth? Do you need to eat a huge bowl of chili with shredded cheese on top? You know, like, do you need to lay down and sleep? Do you need a shower? Like, what, what does your body need? What is it telling you? Is walking from your bedroom to the laundry room, is that bothersome to your pelvic floor? Like, can you feel it? Does it feel heavy? You need to, you know, get inclined, I guess you could say, or elevate your hips. Um, also, listen to yourself mentally and emotionally and really make sure you're feeling <laughs> all the things, you know, sharing them with your spouse or with your midwife or doula or a trusted friend. If you are not feeling quite yourself, that's really important and it's not talked about enough. So postpartum depression is a real thing, but this also ties into nourishing your body. So this ties into number two, when you eat healthier, you're going to feel so much better. And when you're resting, you're going to feel so much better. Number three, actually, I'm sorry, number four, pelvic floor and core focus. So when I really discovered my pelvic floor issue, this was post baby one, and I decided to run a half marathon, genius, not really at three months postpartum, after training a little bit, but not really enough. And I felt like my insides were going to fall out, essentially. So what I learned was that I had a prolapse, a grade two cysticel. It was really bothersome. I like collapsed after this race. It was really intense because I had no idea what this was. I'd never heard of it before in my life. Here I had this new baby, all these, you know, fitness goals, and my pelvic floor was just basically not awful. I don't want to say awful, but it was just not strong. It really was a rude awakening. I had to dial it back a lot. Um, but if you want to look into 
habit with Tasha. She does some pelvic floor work. I bought her a program. It's like 20 bucks worth every single penny. I still do it to this day. I need to really focus in on it more because my goal is to do it continually, basically for the rest of my life since I was prone to prolapse. And a lot of us do have a weak pelvic floor. This is not an uncommon thing, but if you are a runner specifically, this would be my main focus as well as obviously the other ones that I mentioned, but just, you know, really focusing on your core strength and focusing on that. And then also there is prenatal yoga, Pilates, and breathing exercises that you can work on. I would say that don't be discouraged if it does bother you. It, you know, if you feel something funny down there, basically I, I've shared this in episodes past, it feels like a tampon falling out when it's a bladder prolapse. And it just means that your body is weak in those areas. The, the exercises that you have to do to strengthen this, they are so tediously boring that you feel like, what is the point? But there is a point. And if you can take the time to just hear my story, I had no idea. Like I was super into fitness and all of these things still seven and a half years ago, but never once was my pelvic floor an issue. Never once did I think about it. I didn't give it a second thought until it was kind of too late, but not. So I've been feeling good. I have really cared for my pelvic floor since my first pregnancy. It can definitely still be better because sometimes I do feel it, but it is definitely a lot more manageable. And when I was running in Florida, for example, I was like, all right, if I feel heaviness in my pelvic floor area, if I feel, I know the feelings, if I feel those, I'm going to slow my pace to a jog and then to a walk. And that's that. But it, it will heal and it will get stronger. It's not really necessarily needing to heal it. It's just strengthening it. So that is number four. And number five, adapt. So basically what I mean by step five in, you know, how you can prepare yourself for fitness post baby is adapt to the new season that you're in. And what that means is it's not going to look like any other season you've had before. For example, I could go to any gym that I wanted in South Tampa. That's where I lived at the time or in Apollo Beach where my parents lived, I was able to just visit or drop in guest pass or the ones I had a membership to and not care, have a care in the world. Well, now you have a little one in tow and it's awesome. <laughs> it's super awesome. So you either have to learn to adapt. I mean, you will learn to adapt to your season, but you either need to work out before your kiddos wake up or like me, because that is incredibly early sometimes, depending on the season I'm in, I find a gym, a reliable recommended gym with childcare that I've heard great things about. And that's where, when I work out. And usually it is about 11 a.m. every single day for the exceptions of Tuesday when we go to Bible study fellowship and Sunday when we have church and kind of family day and we take a break from all those things. And it just becomes part of our routine. And we homeschool, so I'm able to do this and take all of my kids with me. And there's other homeschooled kids in the gym. So it's like, you know, it's their fun hour and a half. It's really not that long. As your kids get older, you'll be able to stay longer. Usually the cap is two to two and a half hours, which is plenty of time to honestly get in a workout, get in the sauna or the pool or the hot tub, or just read a book for 30 minutes in the lobby if your body's telling you you need to rest. So that is really something I wanted to share with you. So let's a recap here. 
I wanted to share with you um, these five ways, you know, five steps to prepare your body for fitness postpartum and how to get back to the level of fitness you were once were at and even challenge yourself to exceed where you were at, you know, pre-pregnancy and during pregnancy. So number one is rest. Number two is nourish. Number three is listen. Listen to your body and listen to yourself. What what is it telling you mentally and emotionally? Number four is your pelvic floor and core. And number five is adapt. I do want to share with you, now that I've had baby number three, I I have four children total, and my first one is a bonus baby. She is a blessing. Love her so much. She is watching the littles as I record this right now. <laughs> and very thankful for her. But, you know, as I had baby number three, I've learned a lot and I never thought that I would try new things. Um, you know, I thought that I would stick with what I knew and I still do. I, I, and I think that there's so much to learn about muscle growth, strength training, bone bone density, growing our muscles and maintaining muscle as we age and sharing what I learned with you. But also like trying something new is really invigorating, especially if you love fitness. And I'm talking about trying something new in your fitness routine to kind of like wake yourself up a little bit and maybe find a new, a new thing to add. And, you know, it helps you to not plateau. It helps to stay really excited about being fit and getting more healthy and it challenges you. And for me recently, as you've heard before in the last several podcasts, it is jujitsu every time. I absolutely love it. And I will say the reason why I'm bringing this up and listen, I'm, I'm like 30 classes in maybe 35. I I still feel like I know 0.00 and, and that is okay because this is a mentally challenging sport and a mental like it it takes a lot of work like physically and mentally but I do believe that it's actually helped my pelvic floor which is absolutely crazy right but there's a lot of bridging there's a lot of different exercises that you know just in the warm-up alone from front rolls to back rolls to doing triangle type things with your legs. Like I'm not even probably saying it right. And forgive me if you are a practitioner and I'm like butchering everything, but I absolutely love it because it's challenging my body in a way and moving my body in a way that it has never been moved before. So I invite you to try something new once you are ready post baby. And you know, your recovery time will look different than anyone else's. I started jujitsu three months postpartum with my third baby. And I still can't believe it. And there were some things I didn't do at first and now I'm doing all of it. So I took a sidestep with, you know, for a few weeks and just watched a few things. And now I'm like in it. (laughs) That's okay. If you need to rest for a while, or if you're ready to go for a long walk week two, you just have to listen to your body and listen to what you need. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope it has encouraged you. If you want me to go deeper on any of these five topics, feel free to email me at repsandredemption at gmail.com. Also, I will leave my speak pipe in the show notes. I want to start featuring your voice on the show and your questions on the show, and then I can answer them. I think it'd be super fun. (laughs) Until next time. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? Remember, this podcast offers health education tips and holistic insights. Please consult healthcare professionals for personalized advice. Until next time, mama, be bold and live well.